1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and
2: taxes
3: and fees may vary.
2: Well, that uh, music will work. There's no doubt about that. Joe to Cameron John Ritchie from got it today. Wonderful to be with you on this Friday morning. It's sort of... A football Friday. Chiefs and 49ers on Sunday. It's also a day certainly for us to react to what the 76ers did yesterday with the 3 p.m. Uh, trade deadline. They were extremely active. Now, there wasn't much by way of, you know, stuff that matters much. Um, I mean, the big thing is Buddy healed in. Um, they also get Cameron Payne yesterday. They get two second-round draft picks. On the way out was Marcus Morris. Furkan finally out of here. Patrick Beverly. Jaden Springer. Uh, Daniel House and four second round draft picks. Um, so look, make of it what you will. What I make of it is kind of a whole lot of nothing frankly I mean I, to me, this is a nothing to see here basically um, no it's a, it's a it 's a win
4: now move if win now means the next couple years
2: well win now doesn 't mean the next couple years that means win
4: then. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it, if you on, if you man. allow if you allow it's a flexible a, a flexible win now target, then this is a win but now move. But it, it makes move. no
0: sense because the the buddy healed move, like his contract is up. Yep. The this, buddy healed why? move
4: didn't make sense to to it makes me. no sense. Uh, well, no, hold on. Sorry. The, the, sorry, the Pat Bev move didn't make sense to me. No. The Buddy Healed move makes sense in that you need a sniper. This guy can absolutely shoot like one of the best in the history of the NBA. Did you see the stat that they put out? My gosh. Uh one of only four NBA players in history to average three threes a game. Wow. And the names are Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Dame Lillard? Yeah, yeah. the
0: career threes since he came in <laughs> in 2016, he's only behind take Steph that. Curry. he yeah,
4: I mean, makes his 40 thing. over 40 yeah. percent. Oh, he can shoot. Trees. I've seen
2: him play a lot. He and that number should be yeah. even
4: better with Joel you know, taking some of the, yeah. the 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 yeah the pressure. Well,
2: here's the deal. I mean, I, I think I'm okay with the Buddy Hield thing from this standpoint. It's it's what I'd call a, a marginal upgrade from from where they were. And so theoretically, if NB comes back this year, and he might then you got Buddy healed for the playoffs. But, you know, I think the main thing they were doing was, was really just re-shuffling the, the bench situation and then ultimately just clearing out. I mean, they're just clearing cap space for the future. That's really what they did. I mean, Seltzer, that's what they did. James, isn't it that Embiid and Maxie are the only two players on a contract now next
5: year? Uh, wow, I didn't realize that. Is that correct? The I believe that. that right. Yeah, and, he
2: didn't,
4: and he didn't sacrifice a first-round pick to make the moves right. yesterday. And uh, game this.
2: picks overall back, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he gave up a he gave up an extra. Yeah, two, I think he gave up two extra second rounders.
4: I think I think it makes things interesting. You know, it sets the table for right now. Is the next move Kyle Lowry?
2: Well, it is, but that doesn't make any difference he's either. Older, I mean. Well, yeah. look, well, that's team, why they traded Pat. Bev, hold on. I mean, go, go, team, go sign Mo right. Cheeks? Go sign while you're at it. But this <laughs> yeah, team, he knows how to play. Is point he guard. available? Yeah, he's six and he knows how to play point guard with Kyle. I love Lowry, Kyle. Lowry. I'm,
4: I'm joking, obviously. Hold on, with bit. Buddy Healed, Kyle Lowry, Maxi, and Joel Embiid when he comes back. Like this is a team that can contend. Yeah, but you recognize Daryl Morey
2: wasn't going in,
4: right? Sorry, Daryl Morey, what
2: wasn't going in? He didn't like the big move. He didn't yeah. lean in. Like yeah. our poll question yesterday, it's sort did, of. The expect the Sixers a to make a meaningful both. trade. Yeah. They did not make a meaningful. No, trade. No,
4: you're right. He he ended All up right. having to split the difference because of the unknown situation yeah, with Joel. Totally. All right, yeah.
2: let's let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on the Sixers trade deadline? What's your interpretation of it? By the way, we got a brewing controversy surrounding a bet i'll get to that in a moment let's go to brandon right now that in addition to the eagles the super bowl the whole deal brandon what's going on buddy what's going
4: on morning crew hey quite a quite a bit actually we yeah Wait, brandon we got it. we got a lot
3: we got a super, yeah, super bowl so coming up speaking of i'm gonna pause in the Sixers and let's talk about football let's talk about our birds Okay. uh i am i am not quite all pumped up and sold in on the particularly the o c uh coordinator position um you know I, I i don't i don't know no matter who's in that position based on how the organization is run um I, I don't know that we will get that much better right like if if the word from on high is protect our quarterback and reduce our playbook to be able to do that. Are we having the same conversation at the end of next year? And and we have a seven million dollar year motivational speaker in our head coach because apparently that's all he's doing now. <laughs> wow.
4: That's funny. Like, no, man. you know it, that I think I think the idea that he's like completely locked out of offensive meetings and that sort of thing that is being overblown. Uh, Nick is still going to have say on this offense he's going to be in those meetings Uh, maybe a little bit less than what he was but you know I I would expect that he's going to that's what he has told us in the past he's felt most comfortable doing being in those game planning meetings with an offense so I this narrative that that he's out on in that capacity I I think it's inaccurate
3: I I mean Listen, at, at the end of the day, right? Like we'll we'll know in the first couple of games of the of the year yeah. uh, on, yeah. on on what this looks like. <laughs> Absolutely, going to be and Brandon,
4: um, we'll but, be able to tell quickly if, if it's if it's a lot better. Like if it's solvent, if it's if they're uh, side adjusting routes, if right. they're throwing hot routes, if they if Jalen does not break the pocket repeatedly when he's blitzed or when he perceives pressure. Then we'll know that it was a, a an upgrade. Hey, Brandon, give me a great answer here for Usher Tickets. Who's a, a great number two in a
2: movie?
3: I'm going to go with one of my favorite movies, and it's going to be Martin Lawrence in the role of Marcus in Bad Boys.
0: You know, that's a really interesting wow. so, answer. So I just watched Bad Boys. I'm talking like two weeks ago with, with Emily. Yep. She had never seen it. Mm-hmm. Martin
5: Lawrence is the star of Bad Boys. Now, I don't know if he's technically the one or not, <laughs> but Martin Lawrence is the
0: best thing in Bad Boys, and he's on screen a lot more than Will Smith. You're so so up up 100% right, James. 100%. 100%. I've, I've seen that movie. I can't believe Emily just saw it for the first time. you've never that seen movie. it, yeah, it's so great. All-time well, action comedy.
2: Maybe we nix that answer. All right, speaking of answers, I need an answer, guys, to a question. Now, th- this one, and ultimately, Wechter's going to have to dig in um, to to get some audio here. So... <clears throat> You might remember two days ago, our great caller Troy, Northeast Philly, was on the show, uh, or shoot, maybe maybe it was yesterday, yesterday or two days ago, whichever day it was. And Troy had referenced that uh, he thinks the Sixers will get Lopez um, from Milwaukee, and that he'll be on the team with Joel Embiid either this year or by the start of next season. And I was like, "Get out of here! Come on, don't don't waste my time." And to the point where I'm like, "Dude, let's make a bet. If I'm right." You owe me a dollar. If you're right, I'll pay you $100. Now, I believe, and I came in here ready to crow today. Like, all right, we'll cross the trade deadline. Didn't get him yet. You know, wait till next offseason, and, you know, I'll be home free, and I'll make a buck. Um, and maybe that'll come to fruition. Maybe not. We'll see. Here's here's the issue. I was talking about Brooke Lopez. Robin Lopez is getting cut. Mm-hmm. Robin Lopez no, you aren't. is available. You said Lopez.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: No, no,
0: no, no, no. no. And, oh. and, by the way,
4: you allowed yourself that flexibility quite possibly because they are identical twins and you thought in advance that you could get one over on us by having a two for well, one. Well, no, so I, I I'll be honest with you. I didn't even think of the Robin
2: Lopez thing. I'm being straight <laughs> up because Brooke Lopez is obviously the better Lopez. I thought it was Brooke, too. Yeah. I,
0: I absolutely thought it so was. So
2: here's the thing, James. I need you to get to Wechter. Okay. And get the audio. My estimation, it's two days ago. My estimation is that it's somewhere probably in the 730 to 830 range. Um, try, try to have them find Troy from Northeast Philly's phone call. And and get the audio. Because I believe I said Brooke Lopez. And if I did, I don't believe I should have to owe Troy $100 if they turn around and sign Robin Lopez. Which, let's be real, you with Joel are- out. It's not totally off the table. already weaseling out bucks, of this, man. huh? Like, you're, no, well, you're just I mean, you're I think getting out in front bucks. of us. Oh! I, I will be honest. If I did not say the name Brooke Lopez, then, I'll, then I'll, I'll be like, all right, I'll owe him 100 if they sign the other Lopez. But I think I said Brooke. All right, let's go to the phone. So get Wechter on that case. We'll get to that <laughs> audio. Always, there's always a freaking controversy when we have a bet. I don't know why, <laughs> but somehow there's always trouble. Derek and Paoli. Derek, what's going on, man?
3: What's up, fellas? Hi, Derek. I, don't. Super yeah, I just want to touch on the Sixers trade line uh that moves. I, I just they was better off not doing nothing,
2: right? Well they kind of did nothing. I mean what what hey. what you want them to do? not get Buddy Healed I and mean, hold on to two no, seconds. No, we
4: just got a sniper who made us better. Buddy Healed is going to help Joel just so not Joel's just this season this but year? moving forward.
3: You think Joel's coming back this year? Yes, I do. Yeah, I hope you're right.
4: I hope you're right. And I, I and right. I believe that with Tyrese Maxey playing uh, as as well as we've seen him play, not lately, but with Tyrese playing at his top level, uh, with with Joel playing the MVP plus level that we've seen this year, with Buddy healed, uh, look, we're a better team. I I do think we're a better team.
3: One thing I noticed about Maxie, and I guess it's only been a, a, a small sample size without Embiid is like Embiid just opens up a lot a lot of, of course. stuff for him. Of course so he's does. being like he's kind of being exposed like, you know, mm-hmm. is he really like a super max player? Especially, you know, in, in Embiid's knees, they're not gonna keep getting better just because he's having these procedures. I just see his knees kind of you know. Well
2: that's a know. different like issue. That's a, uh, yeah, yeah that's I feel di- like we're
3: just wasting all Embiid's good years. You know, and not well, to be like to be fair, Embiid's room. wasted
2: some of his own good years, Derek. I mean, he's the guy in Game Seven of the playoffs last year that did Ta. I mean, yeah. honestly, like it's like, dude, step the hell up. I mean, what? I I still don't know what that was. Of all the games, Joel's played lame in in the postseason. That might have been the lamest because it was a yeah, Game Seven like it and he stunk. it stunk. Looked like he you know, quit for sure. Well, he looked like the, right. he looked like the Eagles in the playoff game this year. He was dead upon arrival. I'm right. like, dude, that's that's unacceptable. It was the
0: game six that got me when he's like, oh, I couldn't get the ball. I'm like, dude. You are the MVP. You don't sit in a chair and wait for... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date? Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink
2: responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Someone to throw you the There ball. was a lot of finger pointing. Derek, give me a great answer here. Who's a yeah, great uh, number two man, in a million? That's
3: a tough one. There's so many good answers. I got two. Um, I got, I'm going to give you an outside the box one, though. I'm going to go yeah. with Mr. Miyagi and Karate Kid.
2: Wow. Wow. I do think he's the two. Yeah, he's the two, and he's a great two. All right, Mr. Mi- Mr. Miyagi, I like that. All right, let's get to some uh some Brit Covey stuff here because uh you know he he was on radio row yesterday um, you know super Bowl week, obviously a lot of n f l players are going to make the rounds uh in whatever town the Super Bowl's in in this case las Vegas, and Brit and Covey said some stuff, and like this goes under the category of wow, all right, let's nightmare
4: let's... this is nightmare, this is <laughs> radio row uh, w- oh man yeah, there's a lot going on here all right let's listen. To the first part of what
2: was, you know, notable yesterday, we'll break this down in two parts. Uh,
5: this is the most notable part of what Britton Covey said yesterday. I definitely think we got emotionally tired from trying to figure out what the problem was, and we kept trying to pinpoint it at this and pinpoint it at this. And um, there was some miscommunication, I think, from coaches to players. There was some pointing fingers from player to player, and there was kind of letting, you know, outside voices impact our love for the game and just the happiness that we had and all that combined to really just kind of make us spiral. Totally, mackerel. And this from the, the punt returner. Kip, we got to listen to It doesn't mean he's wrong. It doesn't mean he's times. wrong.
2: John, no, what's, your rea-
4: I, what's your reaction? I think he's being totally honest and yeah, straightforward. Yes. I think this is an absolute nightmare for the PR department because he's being absolutely straightforward and honest. Well, it's a nightmare he, for Sirianni. So look, it's a nightmare. emotionally, uh, emotionally tired, trying to figure it out like this is the common theme the trying to figure it out part it shouldn't be trying to figure it out like I I want answers I if I'm a player I don't want to ever get to the point where I suppose that my coaching staff doesn't have the answers you know like I can't even imagine ever being in a in a quandary where I didn't think Andy Reid knew how to beat that defense where you know like where he knew the proper response, if you get this look, we're going to do this, and it's going to beat it. That's I, I knew we always had that advantage. Yeah. And and it really is. It's sad that this team did without that yep. feeling, uh, but it says a lot. Well, it John, speaks to a lot. It explains a ton. Well, it does. So it's not surprising to me, and I think everything you said is
2: truthful. Look, there's a lot of elements to this. First off, I, I would say if I'm his agent, I would tell him, Britain. Stop talking like this. I don't think this is good for the you. Jalen
0: Hurts comments. Yeah. Which then he tried to backtrack Correct. on. Yeah.
2: Like it's just like, dude, this is not good for you. I admire his forthcomingness, but I think he's got to be a little bit more savvy. as still a young player, not a great player in the NFL. That's that's number one. Number two, there's a lot that this goes to. This goes to a lack of leadership in that locker room. But the main amongst players, but the main thing. That this to me speaks to is is Nick Sirianni as the head coach of the football team not having a hold of his football team. Don't that, you remember what happened
0: on the sidelines? It, 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 when I heard these comments last night, I immediately went back to him getting into it on the sidelines with Hassan Reddick yeah. and Devontae Smith and basically going, you know, just shut up and get it. There was something rotten, no question. With that team, I, I agree. Inside. I
2: agree entirely. So. You know, we'll take your reaction to these comments. By the way, Covey continued on, and, and let's play the remainder of it because then he does sound a fairly optimistic uh, tune. By the way, if you don't know, Britton Covey is the grandson of an incredibly famous author in America uh, named Stephen Covey, famous for a motivational sort of uh, self-help-type book called The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, <laughs> which I have read. And it's, he should
0: give it it's, to It's Nick. great.
2: It's great. It's a great book. It helped shape me like 20 years ago when I read it. And when you're, what you're about to hear reminds me of someone who's read that book and absorbed it from his grandfather. But it's still, the first part of what he said is out there, but then he continued on and said this.
5: Honestly, I think that you're going to see a team this year that is going to be like, I'm not letting that same thing happen. And I'm not saying, like, just on-the-field performance, but I'm not letting that impact me. I'm not letting this impact me. And I think it's going, you're going to see a lot more resilient people, players, because of it. I know I will be. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think you can – I know it's, it's so – you want to pinpoint a spot that goes wrong, right? You want to. P- Brian Johnson it wasn't Brian Johnson. You know, I'm, I definitely think we needed some changes, and so, you know, we have a new coordinator. I think it's going to be good for us. Uh, Nick Sirianni wasn't. You know, it's it's a combination, but that answer is just not sufficient. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, but we should have done this, and and so uh, I just think you need change. You need fresh eyes. Um, but we still got the pieces. Yeah. You know, we still got the pieces this year. And uh, we got 58 draft picks. It's crazy. So we're going to do something. Um, But, yeah, I definitely think we overcorrected in some areas last year and undercorrected in others. Overcorrected and undercorrected. And a lot of other.